Hi, welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Always glad when you can join us. The Landscape is brought to you with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. There's more information at deltadentaloh.com. While those of us who makes our homes here know why Northeast Ohio is a great place to live and work, it's important for our region's economic viability that we communicate just what we have to offer as a place for current businesses to come or perhaps to start a new business. For the last two decades, Team NEO has served as the region's development business partner with the mission of accelerating both growth and equity through business development outcomes in some 18 counties that make up our region. Team NEO is celebrating anniversary number 20. We've asked CEO of Team NEO, Bill Kaler, to join us to talk about some successes as well as what's going to be happening in the future. Bill, thanks for being with us today. Dan, thank you very much for having us. Let's start with the quickest of overviews. How did Team NEO come into being? Well, it's been 20 years and I wasn't there, but my understanding is that um, a number of uh, business leaders got together and they recognized that that Northeast Ohio had advantages um, in its four or five different you know, major metropolitan areas that were being addressed locally, but not regionally. So if you think about each one of the uh, major markets, uh, they have their unique advantages strategically. They have uh, an affinity uh, around uh, people who want to spend time, who live uh, in things in places where they live and work. And they said, you know, we've we've got to recognize that this uh, uh, community, this Northeast Ohio community as a whole. Is, is bigger than the sum of its parts and is recognized as such by uh, business leaders who think about investing here. Whether there are business leaders who are here now and investing again, or whether there are business leaders who uh, might aspire to invest here for the first time. Now, I know, I know you said you obviously weren't here during those early days, but this notion of regionalism and, and collaboration yes. between between the various things, was that somewhat of a novel concept or was it just sort of novel here in Northeast Ohio? Because sometimes I think we saw ourselves as competitors. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely true. But uh, regionalism has been a concept that's been bantied around in economic development for some time. Uh, there's always a question of how one defines their region. Uh, but... Uh, it's, it's one that is being recognized more and more as uh, the, a, a, a better, more complete way of uh, doing strategic economic development, for sure. It's certainly been a topsy-turvy past couple of years, but Team Neo just recently released its performance and impact report for 2022 in partnership with Jobs Ohio and the Northeast Ohio Economic Development Network. You, quote, say, completed some 88 projects, generate almost 6 million jobs, $304 million in annual payroll, and some $2 billion in capital investment for the region. You told our cranes the new payroll amount is good, but the amount of capital investment for one year is off the charts, and that 2022 was not Team Neo's best year, but it was a pretty good year. So how do you assess our region's competitive position during this current market for attracting new economic development? Well, I think um, overall, the, there's not a better time to be in Northeast Ohio, Ohio. Um, frankly, there's a lot of good going on at the state level. There is are some very strong uh, forces at play around onshoring and reshoring. Um, as hard as the pandemic was on a lot of people, um, Ohio, from a manufacturing perspective, shined uh, and, and shined nationally and globally as we uh, kept our businesses running and uh, produced a lot of the essential product that need to be, be uh, produced. So 
from the highest level, we're in a great spot. Um, in terms of the industries we compete in, uh, we have uh, great assets and the research capabilities and talent that we need. Uh, obviously, we got to continue to grow the talent. Uh, we have to improve our uh, site development capabilities so we have more sites that are readily marketable and meet the expectations of um, uh, C-suite leaders who are investing in, in, in businesses here. Uh, uh, but those are all things we have to work on. We are winning our fair share of the opportunities we can and should. The Intel opportunity will have ancillary, ancillary benefits to Northeast Ohio. The investment in EV that's taking place throughout the state will have ancillary benefits. So I feel really good about the opportunity we have. Not to go too far afield, but just in terms of when the pandemic rolled around and having conversations with other guests on the landscape, I was amazed at how quickly Northeast Ohio businesses were able to reposition themselves to be of assistance during the pandemic. Where there was a place that made soap, all of a sudden found itself making something else to help everybody. Well, I credit uh, the business community for being very agile, uh, for leaning in. We definitely leaned in, um, as well uh, as our other uh, Jobs Ohio network partners. Um, and when I say lean in, we were uh, we spoke to a lot of companies really quickly to figure out how we could help. And some of them need help because they were in a world of hurt, and others needed uh, help because they saw an opportunity to hit the gas and, and accelerate growth uh, to support the, the need for essential product. The one thing that uh, I think for a lot of people is not uh, fully recognized, but I think is really important and helped us, is that the governor's office and Jobs Ohio were very aligned on what uh, they uh, wanted to do strategically. And we, as partners to Jobs Ohio, the six of us, the network partners, were aligned on what we could do. So, so we had the ability to, to work our collective network uh, and get information from the state to the local level, from the local level to the state. Jobs Ohio was very agile in allocating $250 million really quickly. Uh, to 10 um, very specific programs. And of course, at the, the state level, the state did a bunch of other things as well. So the ability to move quickly, to be really agile, to, to make some tough calls quickly, uh, the governor was very visible um, in uh, all day, every day, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. I think all those things meant that uh, a, lot of good, uh, a lot of good things were able to happen at a time when a lot of people and a lot of companies needed help. As we glance at the headlines, the specter of recession all seems to be part of the discussion. And now we're also starting to deal with some banking crisis. Have you noticed any or talked to anybody about in terms of their concerns, expressing any concerns about going forward with expansion plans, giving those things hanging over our heads? Well, I think, um, yeah. Uh, so we, we've spoken with a lot of people. Our uh, attraction pipeline right now is pretty strong um, with uh, EV opportunities, some semiconductor opportunity. Uh, as I said, onshoring, reshoring is a trend uh, that is, I think, real for not just economic reasons, but national security reasons. So the overlying long-term trends, uh, I think, are going to work in our favor. At the same time, in the very short term, there's some uncertainty. And so our pipeline has uh, lengthened a little bit. People are taking a little longer to make decisions. Um, you know, I, uh, uh, I am a banker by training, so I have a point of view on, the, uh, on what's been going on. But uh, it's, uh, there, it creates, whenever the money flows uh, are not able to fro- flow freely, that creates some uh, uncertainty that uh, any business has to think about. When Team Neo is out trying to 
attract businesses to the region. What's some of the pushback you get about people say, well, here's why I don't want to come to Northeast Ohio? Well, I think um, what we find is when we have an opportunity to tell our story to a very uh, uh, open ear, um, especially in the, in the uh, uh, industries that we know well, uh, we have uh, very, very uh, strong success in converting. Um, what do people see? Uh, they see a really attractive standard of living in the broadest sense of that. They see um, manufacturing know-how that is incredible. They see a talent pool that is reliable, resilient. Um, they, say, they, they see communities um, that are very well interconnected, supply chains that are very well in, in, interconnected. They see 25 higher ed institutions that have a diverse set of capabilities that can support businesses. So when we have a chance to tell those stories um, uh, very well, we win our fair share. Um, the, the big challenges we have today that we have to work on uh, is number one and number two, talent and sites. Um, uh, everybody is uh, looking to make sure that uh, we have uh, a talent pool that is prepared for the jobs of the future and that um, these are resilient uh, talent pools that are deep enough to support their growth. And the expectations for investment in sites uh, and the speed with which people, uh, companies, can uh, generate the returns they expect, uh, those expectations are going up and up. So we have, to, we have to lean in, we have to proactively prepare sites uh, that give companies greater certainty that they have the utility infrastructure, they need the water infrastructure, uh, the locational or, or, or transportational um, benefits uh, that they require uh, in order to compete. And if we do a good job of that, again, uh, we are uh, in deeper conversations and win our fair share. This episode of The Landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. With offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin, Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities. And we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, Vibrant communities for all. Bill Kaler joins us today. He is the CEO of Team Neo, the economic development organization here in Northeast Ohio. He joins us for the Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Bill, when we look at what Team Neo does, I think for a lot of people, it took a minute to understand this notion of government or private partnership, this idea of working together, because I think sometimes they're seen as adversarial organizations. Talk about the interaction between Team Neo and various elements of government. Well, I start from the point of view, uh, and this sounds trite, but uh, uh, economic development is the ultimate team sport. Um, right. <laughs> there, uh, we've got a lot of resources uh, in our community, public sector, private sector, philanthropy. Um, uh, but uh, given all the opportunity we see, there's never enough. Uh, however, when we bring them to the table in highly synergistic uh, and focused ways with willing partners who are... Uh, you know, aligning uh, uh, goals and objectives. Uh, it's really cool uh, with what, in, in watching what we can do. The, the public sector is an active player in that. The public sector has uh, a very important role. They have access to programs and funding and, and other things that we need uh, to support business investment uh, growth. 
and um, uh, they have unique capabilities. They have uh, unique uh, jurisdictional responsibilities that we have to rely on. And uh, where we have active engagement uh, with the public sector uh, and aligned strategies where they give us an opportunity to do the things we do well, invite us into their work, um, and where they're willing to be an active partner by leveraging the capabilities they have in our work um, in a very synergistic way, we have had uh, some very nice success. Much of the conversation over the last year or so is really centered around Intel, but what are some other places that are offering some exciting expansion opportunities here in the region, here in Northeast Ohio? What are some of the other places we think about? Well, so a lot of people wouldn't, uh, what, what I'm really proud of in, in terms of our uh, uh, performance last year uh, in project work is that uh, the results were fairly well dispersed throughout the region. So uh, in Richland County, for example, we had seven or eight projects completed, uh, which for a, a community of the size they have, that's a, that's a pretty large number given the level of business activity there. Uh, we did, we, you know, uh, Stark County, Canton, uh, the greater Akron area, that, you know, we consistently uh, perform at a, a, a pretty strong level there uh, because of the density of uh, business activity in Cuyahoga County and Greater Cleveland. There's a, we always have a, a very large share there. Um, but uh, there's, there's uh, a, a number of good opportunities afoot um, in, uh, in Lorraine County as that community is becoming more aligned in the things that they're trying to do from an economic development perspective. Um, we've done a lot in uh, the Mahoning Valley, uh, uh, Mahoning and Trumbull Counties, Youngstown. Uh, in terms of the way that that community is engaging in a much more um, uh, synergistic way, state, regional, local. Um, so there's a lot of really good and interesting opportunities we're finding as uh, communities are becoming more strategic in what they're doing uh, and what, they're, what they want to do. Uh, and as we are able to uh, find ways to tap in and bring whatever tools and, and value we can. One of the things that you looked at in your sixth annual Aligning Opportunities Report is this notion of what we need in terms of the region's employers and employees. You mentioned the need for a trained workforce. Are there particular areas where we really need to work on that particular strength? Well, I think um, <clears throat> the area that uh, uh, everybody focuses on is uh, STEM or STEAM. And, uh, you know, we, we, we would encourage uh, that kind of thinking as well. Um, but you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to to say that at the exclusion of many other um, roles uh, or disciplines that um, where we need to uh, to build uh, a deeper talent pool, uh, machinists, CNC operators, um, uh, maintenance workers, nurses. So, uh, but but in, in, in all these cases, the, the nature of the job is changing. That's becoming uh, more mathematically inclined, more technical in many ways. And so the more we can um, build talent that has those capabilities, or as I am, I'm a liberal arts major, uh, if you want to be a liberal arts major, you still have to have some sort of appreciation, I think, coming out for um, you know, computing, uh, for analytics, uh, for other types of disciplines so you can make good business decisions um, uh, around those areas even though maybe you're not an expert in those areas.
What's Team Neo doing to help build a pipeline of competitive sites to make take advantage of the wonderful real estate opportunities we have here in Northeast Ohio? We have a lot of real estate and opportunities to invest in the region. So uh, we have great relationships. Um, we're working in partnership with Allegro Realty in um, uh, Cuyahoga County and Summit County. Uh, uh, the Fund for Economic Future has been a an excellent thought partner, uh, partner and financial supporter of some work we're doing um, throughout uh, the region where we are uh, working with communities, philanthropic organizations, um, public sector folks to identify a, a, a fairly diverse portfolio of uh, readily marketable sites. Um, so what we do in those cases is we say, um, we identify potential locations where you might need to accumulate some land. Uh, you know, maybe you have to uh, remediate uh, some brownfield issues. Maybe you need some different utility uh, attributes. And we pull the partners together and say, say, we say, what can we do here? Jobs Ohio has some programs uh, that we can leverage, the public sector, and uh, has some tools that we can leverage when we do this. But the point is, we bring all the partners to the table within the context of an economic development strategy uh, in a particular uh, part of the community and we say okay given that what can we do to build a site here that can be ready and attractive for a certain type of investment today we have about 20 or 25 of those uh, we need about 40 or 45 and they have to be um, in a bunch of different shapes and sizes so 10 we have a bunch that are you know 10 20 maybe 50 acres uh, we need some that are 400 or more uh, if we want to uh, compete for some of the most competitive uh, new business investment opportunities uh, of the size and scale of something like Intel. One of the groups with whom Team Neo works closely is, of course, the economic development people, in, in whether they're city or county or, or municipal organizations. What are the primary messages they communicate back to you about the things that they need? Well, um, I think they, they want um, support and they want a partner. Um, you know, we're a network. In a network, you want uh, a partner that is recognizing your strengths uh, and the desire to bring theirs in a cohesive way. Um, so we're blessed to have great partners like, uh, and they're on our board, uh, the Greater Cleveland Partnership, the Greater Akron Chamber, Stark Economic Development, Youngstown uh, Warren Regional Chamber, the Fund for Economic Future. We are uh, increasingly, you know, locked at the hip in terms of aligning our strategy with their strategies. Um, in some of those cases, uh, the Greater Akron Chamber, I'll give you an example, the Greater Akron Chamber, uh, Greater Cleveland Partnership, and the Youngstown Warren Regional Chamber, they do adv advocacy work. We have a lot of interest in many of the things that they may advocate for, advocate for but we don't do advocacy work, we rely on them. We inform uh, some of those uh, policy positions they take based on uh, you know what we have learned the insights we have from our from the work we do so we're building sort of um, uh, synchronistic relationships in that regard and and that's what you need to do when you build uh, a network of you know really strong willing partners who are trying to get things done we've been talking mostly about 
development here in Northeast Ohio and attracting it from around the region and around the country. But let's talk about an international situation. Today is St. Patrick's Day, the day we're having our conversation. And your Vice President of Marketing and Communications, Mark Owens, was just named the first Irish Honorary Consul General in Ohio. He is being recognized today at the Irish Embassy in Washington, D.C. What kind of opportunities does this kind of thing open so that we might be able to do more business with a country like Ireland? Well, uh, as you know, we have um, companies uh, here in Northeast Ohio that are headquartered over there, uh, and there are a number that are headquartered here that have operations over there. Um, so, and a lot of people think about the direct U.S. to Ireland connection uh, for a number of reasons. But the truth of the matter is, um, the Aer Lingus um, uh, air service opportunity that we uh, is about to start in May is a bigger opportunity than that. And that's because uh, companies that are here that do a lot of travel uh, over to uh, Europe today often will have two connections. Um, and that uh, adds more you know, uncertainty in time in their travel plans. It, it can be taxing on the traveler. And if it's taxing on the traveler, that makes them less productive as a worker, right? Because of the um, uh, Aer Lingus gives them access to, uh, I think it's 180 plus uh, locations throughout Europe, about 40 different countries. Um, once you go through customs there and come back here, you're effectively here. You don't have to touch your bag. Um, there are a number of benefits from a travel perspective that make it an easier and shorter experience end-to-end, uh, -end, uh, which makes uh, uh, the worker more uh, efficient and effective. And if that's, that's, part of our, that's part of our pitch to companies of why they might want to come here, or if they're here, uh, why it makes sense to stay here. I'll say finally, you've been doing this for the, the organization is now 20 years old, and you've been there for a period of time. What's impressed you the most about how things have changed here in Northeast Ohio over the last several years to make us more friendly and more conducive to inviting business? Well, I want to broaden your uh, uh, your question a little bit and say, sure. um, first, what what has impressed me from the start and is still true today is we have tremendous assets and treme tremendous capabilities um, littered throughout uh, the various organizations um, uh, in, in the community. Uh, the affinity, the desire of our um, uh, business community, public sector, philanthropy to engage in ways that, um, uh, you know, make a difference uh, is, is been consistently strong throughout. What is different uh, that I think is the right approach, and I'm very grateful for the partners that have supported this, um, is the way people are thinking about building the strength of their own community while also uh, recognizing uh, the opportunity to, uh, to, to strengthen the region and vice versa. You know, companies invest in Northeast Ohio a lot of times because of uh, our 4.3 million people, 2 million workers, 25 higher ed institutions, $230 billion economy, integrated supply chains, all those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, they also have to pick an address. They pick a place uh, to where they want to make something or provide a service based on the situational assets that are there, the strategic assets there, that are there. And finding the right way to bring a network of, uh, of organizations with strong capabilities to the table 
to demonstrate all the great things that we have here is so important. And that's what's happening today in ways that, that weren't happening when I started now almost eight years ago. Bill Kaler, thanks so much for joining us and talking about Team EO. Congratulations on 20 years, and thanks for all your good work. Uh, thank you to Cranes for uh, inviting me today, and thanks to all our partners for what you do uh, to help us be successful together. Bill Kaler is the CEO of Team Neo. He joined us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. The Landscape is presented to you with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. There's more at deltadentaloh.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.